Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode, I want to talk to you about creating images and some of the points around creating images. As many have heard in the last few weeks, we've been talking a lot about the Click Awards, which is an an initiative of the Canon Collective, in that the judges will be looking for six particular points within the pictures that they'll be judging on. So the first point they'll be looking at is impact and mood. The second is composition. The third point is technique. And fourth is subject. Fifth is storytelling. And the sixth one, which is the hardest one, which is innovation or originality. It's getting something that's really original people haven't seen before. So let's kind of expand on those different points and talk about those a little bit. So impact and mood. So what, what, what does that actually mean? I think impact and mood is when someone first looks at the picture, how it makes them feel. So, yeah, that's you, you, someone presents you with an image and you look at it and initially you may get a reaction where you feel a particular way. That's the impact or mood, I suppose, side of it. And sometimes it can be not... It can make people more reflective, so it might take them back to a time. Previously, it might be a location that they visited when they were a child and then, you know, you present a picture of that and all of a sudden takes them back to that point in time when, like I said, they were a small child growing up in that area or, or, you know, have some connection to a particular area. So I think it's always, you know, in images, you always should, always should try and strive to have some type of impact because you've got to stop people. Like if you want people to look at images, you have to have something there to stop. So like I said, there might they, people might have no connection to that area, so the mood side of it doesn't come into it, but it might be the impact. You know, it might be the fact that, the way it's been shot, that, that it's kind of stops people wanting to investigate more in the picture and actually start looking deeper into the picture to, to discover more about what the picture is actually about. The second point, composition, and this is, this is something that's talked about quite often in photography forums and all manner of things, and it comes up all the time about, oh, I don't like the composition or I love the composition of that image. You hear these comments all the time. So composition is really, I suppose, the arrangement of in the frame of where the elements sit and how they kind of interact with each other. The most important thing, I suppose, of composition is that the image, the image's main subject, is the centre of interest. Like it's it's a point where you where it where we're not and not talking about centre of frame, but it's where your eye is led to. Now that can be done in various different ways. People use things like leading lines and other techniques to take people to a particular point in the picture and that's you know one of the I suppose the tricks it's hard to learn composition it's something you have to just keep trying and trying and work out what will actually work there's one thing there's one area where I suppose you can learn a lot about composition and that is to visit your local art gallery so painters have got quite good at composing images of putting the elements in, you know, whether the, the girl's sitting at the table and there's a bowl of fruit and, you know, there's a there's glasses or wine or something there, there's other elements, but 
how those elements all sit together and how they how they tie together and, and that's like I said a lot of the great masters of painting were brilliant at composition composition tools can include things like graphic elements such as lines shapes colors tone and and sometimes the space between items can make a composition stronger or it can make a composition weaker depending on how you place the object so sometimes moving the subject close to something or moving the subject away and one of the composition tools quite often too is something called negative space and that's where there's a deliberate part of the picture where there's basically nothing in that part of the picture and again when negative space is used correctly as a composition tool it can give make a picture look really great because basically you're taking that person to what you want them to see and you're not actually I suppose confusing them with other elements in there so it's about getting that balance and also we'll talk about how that balance will go into things like storytelling because that also composition and storytelling and the way you compose the picture can have an impact on that part of the on that part of the image as well third thing is technique so technique is really you know I suppose technique is the things that are available to you as a photographer now that could be Features that are in the camera, such as what type of lens you're using. So if you're, say, using a, a, a very fast lens like a, with a very shallow depth of field, like, you know, it might be a f1.2 lens, these give you, you can explore that technique of shooting that very shallow depth of field where you get the beautiful blurred background and the beautiful bokeh in the background. So that's, that's kind of come about through technique. And there's other things too, I mean, within technique, there's things like how you... It might be using the shutter speed. So it might be using the shutter speed to create deliberate blur in the image. So that's a technique, using that technique. Or it could be the technique of actually freezing the action by using a high shutter speed and, you know, freezing the water drops or, you know, fr freezing the ball as it's been leaving the shoe of someone kicking the ball. It's frozen in, in time in the air. So these are all things, like I said, within techniques. Now, techniques don't actually stop at point of pressing the shutter. Techniques can continue on into um, post-processing. So, when you get the computer, when you get the image back in front of your computer, um, there may be things that you can actually do to that image to further enhance it by using techniques. And look, techniques have been used in the darkroom for ever since photography was invented. Things like dodging and burning were things that people did to make an image part of the image darker or make a part of the image lighter. So this technique, like I said. So in the real world, yes, you mightn't have been able to control the light, but you wanted you know, one particular part of the frame to be much darker than, than the rest of the frame, which helps with that impact and mood. So technique allows you to be able to change the elements um, after the fact. It also can be things like, technique can be also these days, like if you shot you know, modern camera shooting colour, so one of the techniques might be to convert to a black and white conversion, so shooting an image with the intention to always kind of present that image as a black and white image, that's a part of the technique. And like I said, there's many other, I suppose, techniques now. I mean, there's techniques like things like, you know, HDR is really a technique that you use in post after after you've taken the shot. Um, and like I said, there's a whole range of different software tools and different filters and different presets that give you a, a particular look, um, which you might not be able to achieve in camera. So that's a part of the, I suppose, that falls into the technique side of things. Um, the fourth point is subject. 
and the subject obviously quite often is the reason you know you picked up the camera because you need something in the image you know if you take a picture of a blank wall what's the subject there's nothing there just a blank wall so you will always have something that is going to be the part that's going to take you to that to that subject and then everything else comes into play with the subject so the rules of the composition the rules of technique you know like how you light the subject and again that falls back into that point of technique so the subject is kind of important but you can treat the subject in many different ways to get many different looks so you can actually like I said using the tools that are available to you either at the time of at the time of shooting or after when in post-production to be able to change the way the viewer sees the subject and I think that's the fun thing about photography now we've got so much so many resources available to us that we can actually go in and create an image and we can go back and change the way put forward our feelings of what we're trying to create by capturing that subject so and like I said for most people the subject it's really important of trying to get the subject right when when the subject is a person it's kind of important I suppose to treat the subject with respect and capture in the best possible way now sometimes people do capture people when they're at their I suppose lowest point like street photography sometimes you know subject might be a, a homeless person on the street and they may be dirty and and disheveled and and that type of thing obviously you're not going to be catching them in the best possible light but for the uh, context of the of the image that you're creating that is that is your subject and that's how your subject presents to you but in general times when you're shooting somebody obviously you're going to try and pose them in a way that they're they look comfortable they don't look awkward type of thing you're trying like I said to I suppose trying to do justice to your subject to really kind of like I said, present them in the best possible light. Point five, which is really interesting, storytelling. And, and storytelling really is a, you know, it's a visual means of, of, of telling people something. And storytelling can be taken a few different ways. People sometimes take it, um, I suppose, the literal interpretation of storytelling. But sometimes in storytelling, it's not always what's in the picture um, that helps tell the story. And I suppose as, an, as a photographer, you have to have, if you're creating an image, you have to have an intent for that image or a purpose for that image. And amongst that purpose of that image is how you tell the story, you know, from that image. So, like I said, some people think it's all about that. You have to have someone in there doing something. So it's telling the story of, the, of say, the boot maker making the boot. You know, he's sewing the boot on the sewing machine or whatever. And that's true. That is a, a great story. There's someone handcrafting a boot. That's fantastic. But sometimes you don't actually have to have a person in there. You could have simply a, uh, in a boot maker shop, you could have the elements of the, the boot maker's tools laid out on the, on the, be- on the bench and, you know, a half-finished shoe, and there's a story there because the shoe's not complete. Uh, bootmaker's not in, the, not in the image. So people might think, has, you know, has he taken a break? Um, has something happened to the bootmaker, you know, that he can't complete the boot? So like I said, think about different ways you can be a storyteller with your images. And like I said, it's not always about taking that literal interpretation of storytelling. I recently did a, um, a question on the Canon Collector and we 
asked people what out of these six particular points, what was the most important for them in their photography and by far most people said the storytelling aspect was the most important part of their photography. That was the part they really strived to, they want to tell a story of their images. And like I said, we all use uh, photography different ways to tell our stories and like I said, some people have got very, very clever using um, storytelling to like, I suppose, further a, a, a situation or a quest. I mean, we see these days within the environment, sometimes showing showing some of the, the way animals are treated or showing, say, the way the environment's been treated is telling a story. You know, if you took a picture of, a say, a pristine-looking area but there's all this rubbish lying around, it's telling a story about how humans how humans have come into that area and how humans have not treated it with respect by leaving rubbish lying around, not picking it up and taking it with them. So there's different ways to tell the story and there's different ways to get your, I suppose, message across within your images. And I think a lot of people do sit there and think about what, like I said, what the purpose of the image is, what is it you're hoping to tell the viewer. So when someone sees that image, what are you hoping, the the first thing that pops in their mind, how do they read that image? And people will read images differently. Like Some people will really look at every element in the image. And those type of people, you can actually plant, like I said, more cues in the image that people will pick up on not everyone will pick up on all those visual cues that you might put in there but some really great storytelling photographers put a lot of information in an image but do it in a subtle way where the the main subject is where you kind of start to think the story is but then you start to look around and you see some other elements go well maybe it's not quite how it first appears you know maybe this has happened or maybe that's happened so that again these are the elements of storytelling and like I said, you can get very, very creative storytelling and it's a, it's a technique, like I said, why most why a lot of people pick up the camera and, and why I suppose, you know, social media's gone in head and leaps and bounds, especially with images, that because people have been able to put a story. Now, sometimes the story's fake. You know, there's a lot of talk about with stuff like, um, you know, influences and fake it till you make it. Quite often the story they're putting forward in their images isn't actually true, so which is pretty much been the path of the course for images ever since the creation of photography that quite often some of the images and some of the stories aren't true. And that's probably one of the most powerful things, I suppose, is that we can use it to say something about what's happening, but it may not be really happening, but it's getting your point forward. That's the main thing, even though it's not an actual real uh, depiction of what's going on. But like I said, that's one of the most powerful tools of it. It says, you know, photographer can make some, like an area look great. Like particularly, I think, in, sometimes when you're looking at, say, someone's looking at a property to rent and the pictures look amazing and, oh, you know, the bathroom's amazing. When you get there, it actually doesn't really look like that. Very careful angles, careful lighting, and maybe some post-processing has made, made those images, you know, look a bit more glamorous than they really are in real life. And, but that's, you know, like I said, they're telling the story about here's an apartment, has a bathroom, has a kitchen, has two bedrooms, these type of things. So they're all part of that story. So the sixth point, and this is interesting because it's, this is the most hardest point to crack, is innovation or originality. To create an original image today is very, very difficult because so many people have come before you 
So many great ideas have been executed. So we've seen so much stuff, I suppose, out there, which is really incredible. Something new, something they're not previously seen. And it could be, you know, sometimes, like, I mean, that originality could be that you've captured a picture of a of a of an insect that's never been seen before or, or a plant that's never been seen before. That's one aspect of it. That's going to be a lot more difficult today because most things have been documented. But it could also be that the photograph, it, it, originality from the technique you've used. So you might take into a whole range of things. And, you know, there's one one thing I'm thinking about how someone took a picture. I mean, you see people kayaking over like a, like a waterfall or a watercourse. And um, people, many pictures taken of that type of thing. And quite often you're dependent very much how the light is when you take the shot to how that person is lit and how well you can see that kayaker going over the waterfall. You know, the one photographer, I remember seeing an image where they attached a speed light to a drone and then obviously flew the drone into position. So the, the drone acted as a light stand to hold the speed light in the right position so when the kayaker come over the waterfall and the photographer takes a shot, they actually can light the subject. And again, that, that's a form of originality because how many people have been able to kind of light someone coming over a waterfall with, with strobe? It's, 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 you know, like I said, normally not, hap- not going to be possible. But using technology sometimes or using techniques can actually get that innovation and so the innovation could also be too things like it, it may be things that you do possibly after the fact as well. So it could be in post-production where you may be able to do some type of previously undone process to create an image, like I said, that is innovated. And I'm sure like, you know, that was that was the process when the first person produced on like a HDR image. You know, once that was an innovated um type of technique or tool to create an image once it become mainstream then it loses its innovation because anyone can do it and I think sometimes you see some people shooting with um, they shoot crystals and they use amazing different light sources to photograph crystals and they get these amazing auras around these crystals and things because they found this particular light polarized non-polarized tried a whole line you know a whole different range of techniques to get something that looks different and people see these images and they're amazing it's something like some of the deep space images you see that people take you know of nebulas and stuff like that which are absolutely incredible you're looking at it just going wow like you know this is just mind-blowing and they say yeah you know the technique was i had to use a you know we used a tracker and 500 images stacked you know it's like it's a whole range of things but the i suppose innovation and i think that was when people first started stacking like images from macro shot when you saw the incredible spider shot and from front to top back the spider is perfectly sharp where people use focus stacking to create that type of image that was innovation and then again unfortunately then it kind of becomes mainstream because there's so many programs that allow you to do focus stacking these days that anyone who wants to have a crack at it can go out and basically you know take a shot and stack a whole lot of images together to create one kind of amazing end result so innovation is the hardest one to kind of point, number six. It's the hardest one to be innovative in your photography. It's hard to try and get something that people haven't seen before. But I think it's something worth 
um, pursuing. And, you know, I think we all should try and be, we all would love, I think, as photographers to be able to create an iconic, innovative photo that people have be the first one to do that. You know, how cool would that? You know, it's like the, it's like the explorer who goes to a far-flung land that no one's ever set foot on and be the first person to kind of explore that area and, and document that area. That would be, you know, for those people, that would be a real buzz. Same as I think, like I said, just creating an image that no one else has seen before and it's totally new. So, you know, it's kind of like your mind can start to go into over override trying to work out, okay, what can I do? How can I shoot something that no one else has seen before? What what are the processes? And where do you where do I even start? And and I think that's the challenge is sometimes it's difficult to work out your starting point for these things where you actually start to put ideas together. And like I said, we see a lot of people now and there's new there's new tools coming out. I know Canon have just releasing a new twin lens setup that'll go on their mirrorless bodies, which has got two lenses, so it's, I think it's it's kinda aimed for the virtual reality market, but I'm sure it's gonna actually have some possibilities to be able to create some innovative shots that people haven't done before. And I know we see this sometimes in, particularly in wildlife documentaries, you know, there's been the use of special cameras and using ultraviolet light and using different light sources to kind of, I suppose, show us how uh, insects see each other because they seem, they have, their eyesight is a little bit different to ours, so they see the world differently. So that's kind of innovation, yeah, and a lot of innovation, I think, happened in video. So I think there's still possibly a lot of innovation can happen in still photography. I think we just have to work a bit harder as photographers to try and come up with those ideas and be original. And I think, like I said, always in all your shots, you should try and, I think, aim to have a an element of originality. I mean, when people first start out, yes, a lot of people will start kind of re- recreating classic shots that they've seen but at some point you need to create your own style so you need to actually go and start creating images that are original original to you anyway then they may not be an original image that someone else has not created something similar in the past but I think it's something worth working towards and trying to achieve as always photo mission focus we kind of love bringing these podcasts to you and, and hopefully uh, they get people thinking and particularly about those six points we've talked about in this particular podcast, about the six points of an image and how you can measure an image, because that's really what um, those points are being going to be used for in the Click Awards to measure images and then give scores out of each of those each of those areas to build up an overall score of an image. So when you go out shooting next time, maybe think about those six points of photography that you might be able to think about when you start pointing the camera to take an image to start thinking about how they all interact, you know, what's the impact and mood going to be of this shot? What's the composition that's going to work best for this shot? Um, what techniques can I employ to to take this shot? The subject, is this the right subject to go in this shot? You know, is, is the storytelling, is this telling the story that I want to tell? And is there something I can do during all this to be innovated? And that's the challenge, and it is a challenge. Look, um, as always, we love to hear your feedback on Focus. So if you've got any comments or any ideas for future shows, um, we'd love to hear from you. 
We also love you to subscribe to one on whatever platform you're listening to. Just drop and hit the subscribe button just so you don't miss an episode. And like I said, happy to hear your comments. We are on most of the social media sites. You can also check out my social media stuff, Stephen Finkel. That's how it is on Instagram and there's Stephen Finkel Photography on Facebook. Have a look at what I'm up to and I shoot a variety of different stuff so I'm always out shooting different stuff. I mean, last week I was out shooting a band doing live performances which is always a challenge under artificial lighting. But like I said, so jump in and have a look at some of the social media stuff and like I said, until next time, happy shooting and enjoy your photography. This has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. See ya. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.